drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Cornbread! 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 Drink it in now. Touchdown, Detroit Lions! Kool-Aid drinkers, I am back. It's your host, Eric Oakley, right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, serving up that delicious Honolulu blue-flavored Kool-Aid for all the loyal Lions fans out there. Drink it in, everybody. Drink it in, man. Side of cornbread. Cornbread. Make it a double. Cornbread. And we got a victory to talk about against the champs. I've got notes. We've got shouts. We've got tailgate hype. We've got a Seattle ball game to talk about in Ford Field, where me and my guest today at Chops in the D are going to be live, ready to roll, ready to rep the Lions, ready to rep that Detroit Kool-Aid cast, and have a ton of fun. Chops, you're back, you're here, ready to talk some Lions, undefeated one of the Lions, beating Kansas City in Kansas City. Let's go, buddy. Woo! Oakry. <laughs> what else can I say other than hashtag what Choppy said? The champs have been defeated. The Lions are 1 0. We're drinking in the Kool Aid. We're serving up the cornbread. We are undefeated and first place in the division. Woo! Chops, you've been, you've been doing some bonus content. You've been um, whooping this team up. You know, I've been down and out. I, I'm, I've got cleared the day before the game. I'm recovered. I've been on the Twitterverse. Um, the, the, this game was just so hype on Thursday. So I know everybody watched it. We're, we're not going to bore the people and go through blow by blow. But what we are going to do is the Oakry Kool-Aid tape review. But uh, before we get to that, man... Um, I just want to say this Thursday ball game, it was it was just kind of crazy to have that game on Thursday, get so hyped for that night, kind of the way the ball game went. I mean, it just, it couldn't have been better. And, and even the aftermath was even better. Like, me and you haven't had a call since that game, but quite a few texts, quite a few tweets. The Kool-Aid has been flowing from every direction. So, we got so much to get into, man. You ready to do this? Okay, look, I, I I I wasn't sure I could get any more hype than us beating Green Bay in Green Bay to keep them out of the playoffs. And that was just the tip of the iceberg, my friend, to come into Kansas City, to smack around the Super Bowl champs, to hold Patty Mahomes scoreless in the last eight minutes of the game. Oh, baby, that is just going to be just a great, great way to kick off the NFL season. And a great way to kick off this season for our Detroit Lions. Super Bowl? Chops, when you beat the champs in their house, a wise man once said, that means 
that were better than you and you know it. If you know, you know what that is. But Chops, I don't want to mess around. I feel like this is one of my greatest wins of my Lions lifetime. Um, and, and I don't know if the people can hear it. Can you hear this right here by my microphone? That is my notebook. I have the Oakery notes. Only all positive. I'm not going to bore you with little nuggets that we could have done better. I'm not going to get into minutia of this ball game. I have all positive notes here. A page or at least a page with bullets for every quarter. Chops, I'm going to go through rapid fire. I'm going to toss to you. I want takes. I want opinions. I want to tell the people all the things I picked up in this ball game. I think you're going to love some of these, man. You ready to get let, – let's just dive right in. Let's get into this. Fire away. Fire away. Chops, first quarter, Lions in Kansas City. They put up a banner. We're ready to go. A 69-yard punt. After the first drive by our boy Jack Fox. Then I've got a third and five. A big tackle on Mahomes by our boy Kaminsky. I'm not going to use his horrible nickname because I still don't understand it. But this dude is all hustle. And Choppy, I want to throw you to this one. 10-06, third and seven. Amazing throw by your boy, Jared Goff. He, he, he drops back. He goes right. He deals back left. He peels back almost into the end zone. Throws off balance, gets an unbelievable ball off, gaining about seven or five, six yards in total. But this was probably one of his best throws I've ever seen him make. A catch is made, which then led to a fake punt by Dan freaking Campbell. What do you think about your quarterback? What do you think about about the stones of our head coach? Talk to me, buddy. Okri, I don't even have to dive into how I feel about the hashtag golf train. Choop, choop, because I've been the conductor of that train all offseason. I expect nothing less than dimes to be thrown by Jared Goff. And this was a catch that uh, Martin Martin Jones actually made. So, hey, good job, Marvin Jones. Happy that you got that one. But listen to me. The stones, the cojones, the balls that Dan freaking Campbell has – to wheel around in a cart, they're so big, to go for it and fake punt on the 17-yard line in the first quarter against the champs. Oh, my gosh. What more can you say, dude? Like, nobody – I mean, that's one of those plays where if it works, you're a genius. If it bombs, everyone thinks you're a dumbass. So, But it worked. It was greatly schemed. Just just a great way to shock the world. And uh, and let's talk about how that drive finished out, eh? Chops, you know what Dan Campbell has to say about punting on the second drive of the ball game in the opponent's house? You want to know? Well, uh, let me know. Let me know. You've had enough of that sh- Exactly. You had enough of that. All right, let me get back to my notes. I got way more to talk about. 725, a great slant to Josh. Reynolds, the serpent of death. Another big throw by JG16, I wrote. Um, I think it was Reynolds, too, that made the incredible catch. And the other throw, Marv didn't make any catches. He had a horrible game. But again, this is the Kool-Aid takes, no negatives. Um, I have here 
Choppy at 6.15. Jameer gives with the burst, the spin, and he punishes a defender at the end of the play, which then leads... Uh, gosh, at, at 3.30, I have Gibbs with a touchdown, but he slips, but it still looked good. And then third and six, Goff to Amon Ra <laughs> with a incredible protection, a perfect throw by your boy, a great catch by Amon Ra. I don't know what the dance of the celebration was, but I loved all of it. 7 nothing for the Detroit Lions. Nothing but love and Kool-Aid flowing on that first drive. And listen, Jameer Gibbs is not a running back. He's not a wide receiver. He's a weapon. Because that guy is just slipping tackles. I think it's seven forced missed tackles. I mean, in his first game on nine touches. Are you kidding me right now? Dude is silky smooth. And you're absolutely right. That would have been a touchdown if he had not slipped and lost his footing on that terrible Kansas City, uh, you know, turf or grass or whatever it is. And then, of course, my boy goes to Amon Ra for the touchdown <laughs> Detroit Lions. So um, silky, so smooth. What a way to take the lead. Unbelievable. I mean, uh, we, we got to get our boy Dan Miller in here on that first one. Touchdown Detroit Lions. Thank you, Dapper Dan. All right. Here's my last couple notes on the first quarter. 120 foe, a big hit by our boy, CJ, that's my GJ, on Sky Moore with two Ys. And then at 45 seconds left, so only about 30 ticks later, it's that D, A, W, G, CJ, GJ, another big time hit, big time tackle on Pacheco. That basically ended out the first quarter, 7-0 Lions. Chops, you ready for quarter two? Hit me up with quarter two, Okri. To start the second quarter, we've got a guy who's got a sound drop on the show. You guys know what it is. Unleash Hutch. Hutch is all hustle. Tackling down the line, a screen pass all the way out to the numbers. Number 97 hunts it down and lays the lumber. I got a 13.02, a Pascal, touchdown, saving, chase down tackle. He came from defensive line, pressured the quarterback, got behind the running play, I believe it was, or a little screen, and ran all the way back down to tackle what would have been a touchdown, which then came up big because then, um, you know, we ended up keeping him, keeping him to uh, – off the scoreboard, I believe there. I'm trying to even read my own notes right here. Uh, I think that that was a saving tackle by Pascal and made him kick a field goal. Uh, I think that first drive in the second quarter, they actually went down and scored with the uh, a little uh, pass to uh, the rookie Rice. But uh, but I totally agree with you. Like Pascal was insane that drive. Um, Gardner Johnson and Hutch were eating on that drive. They were able to drive to get a score there, but. They, um, I mean, really, right. that was that was kind of all they were getting after that. The reason I don't have the score down is because this is the Oak Creek Kool Aid notes, and and that that, that didn't qualify. But at ten oh six, you know what did a play action to ARSB? Another beautiful throw. I think it was even a spiral. It's it's debatable. 
from Jared Goff between three defenders. This was the old PA, drop it in the bucket between the linebacker, the corner, and the safety. Absolute thing of beauty. I would let you talk, but you would go on for days about your quarterback. And then I just wrote here, I was glad to see Laporta get you know his first NFL catch and move the chains. He, he made a catch, moved the chains, protected the football. Loved what I saw from 87, not only early in the second quarter, but throughout this ball game. Yep, get him in the mix right away. That 14-yard catch was huge. Kept the drive going a, a lot, kept it alive. And uh, yeah, dude, this that connection is going to be sick. And I'll just say it again: TJ, who? Exactly, chops. I have here second and eight. Screen to hashtag, getting Gibby with it. I saw explosion. I saw punishment. I saw elusiveness from a positionless, multidimensional, elite weapon. And, and if you were curious, this is what Frank Ribble thinks about it. Wow! 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 What do you got to say about number 26, Javi? Oh, man. I'm going to love watching this guy rip people up all year. I mean, not only is he elusive, but then you're right. At the end of that play... After he had gained the, I think he was, he had probably gained like six yards. He just punishes the defender. I think it was tranquil and got another two yards out of it. Like, so the dude can slip you, but he can also smack you in the mouth. Like it's going to be great. It's such an upgrade from Swifty. So, you know, the comparisons are gone. I'm sorry. Jameer Gibbs is elite. Swifty is an afterthought. Uh, yeah, just, just, it's going to be, it's sick, man. Ben genius is going to have a field day running this guy all over the field. Exactly. And the two craziest things for me is like Gibbs to me looks bigger than you'd think, but he's not very big. And then he also like stands almost like on his tippy toes in the backfield. Cause he's already like looking over coverage and safeties. And you can tell this guy just has a feel for the game of football and and he when he gets his hands on it which they limited him in this game it's it's absolutely eye-popping you had to be ray charles to not see it here on on this uh in this ball game so you know i have the lions driving down again i mean unfortunate fumble by marv or else we would have had more points you were right earlier seven to seven at this point i've got just a note here that hutch keeps getting push all night long i'm talking double spins i'm talking power push i'm talking rip i'm talking swim i'm talking about he's getting held every play i'm talking about the left tackle not being on the line of scrimmage getting a a full second head start i mean hutch is in a race that you can't win when the other guy's got a huge head start yet he's still dominating i don't care that he didn't have any sacks i think he only had a couple tackles he dominated, was probably one of the best players on either sides of the football. Choppy, I only got a couple more. 350 foe, guess who? CJ, GJ. Could have maybe picked it, but he seemed like he looked for the hit instead. This seemed to happen to him a couple times in the game or a couple little miscommunications, but um, still loved the physicality, the swagger, the yak talk that he brought. Um, you know, everybody's going to be repping those blue ski masks at Ford Field. 154, I've got number 46, Jack Campbell, a.k.a. Reward! Um, it, this was just unbelievable. I mean, he, he got beat actually on a pass play, but the way he tracked this player down from behind and made a shoestring tackle 
was eye-popping. I had to put it on the notes. 108, I have an inside rush by Hutch. Had to be held to stop him. We finally got a flag. And then right at the end of the half, um, what do I have here? Just another great throw by Jared Goff. Should have been caught by Marv, and that might have been more points um, just off his hand. So we could this, this ball game could be like 14-7, 21-7, uh, 27-7, but it's, it's uh, basically knotted up there um, heading into halftime, or at least, um, no, the, those are my positive Lions notes, and then we know what happened at the end of the half. But we went into the locker room down with them getting the football, and it didn't matter. So that's that's my first half notes, Shabby, all positive. A lot about your quarterback, a lot about number 97, a lot about our new running back, our weapon, a lot about uh, the guys on defense making plays. Um, just kind of loved what I saw. A lot, of, a lot of good things there. Did feel a little deflated heading into halftime. Like we played so well, and they almost stole it from us. But when I get to my second half notes... We'll see what uh, how that changed for our lines. Okay, I mean, look to go into the into the, into Kansas City. The first half, the jitters were out. I mean, to come out down seven to fourteen uh, for the real take, not the Kool Aid take, was you know I was totally okay with. I was not down and out. Yeah, Marv fumble on the goal line was hurt hurt us a little bit. Uh, the drop, the deep drop, could have been at least another six, uh, three points on the you know, on the board for the Lions, but I was not panicked at all. I, I mean, we were going toe-to-toe with Patty Mahomes. Goff was making throws. The defense was making plays. Um, yeah, we were down 14-7, to but, man, I, I went into second half feeling great. Um, you know, Dan Campbell addressed it after the game. Lots of little things to clean up here and there, but for, for being the premier game of the week and kicking off the NFL season, I was – thrilled with we were at at halftime and if i was thrilled we're at halftime you sure as hell damn well know how i felt at the end of the game just give me that kool-aid and and what did i tell you before the game job you were getting all nervous you're like oh don't bring any of that okri why because i was saying who who's kansas city really got other than pat mahomes their head coach and oh by the way they don't have their other player which everybody fawns over and and uh you know acts like he's going to dominate the football game from the tight end position you're like okay don't go there you know blah blah i was like they, they have all these no-name receivers they have like running backs who are try-hard guys that haven't done a ton in the league that nobody on their defense uh, blows me away their linebacker is decent other than that it's a bunch of ho-hum type players for the most part and so i was coming in this game confident the lions despite the crazy crowd and the atmosphere were like unfazed and sure everything didn't go perfect but like you said just to be able to keep Mahomes in the pocket for the most part or even when he scrambled it was just like okay whatever we'll just play the next down we're not worried about it he didn't beat us up over the top definitely no like demoralizing plays we made him work for every little thing he got and uh, like you said I just felt good about it totally and we'll get to some of my takes and tweets later in the football game where I was spot on it was like um, you know, we were still feeling good about this thing. So any other things that jumped out to you in the first half before we get our great sponsors in here and um, talk about some shouts? Because I'm, I'm going to save my second half and, and then we're going to get in this ball game. unless you want me just to get at it. Well, okay, of course, we got to get to the, the great sponsors that we have. And I mean, look, the only thing the only thing I have to, to really add to that is Detroit showed up. In Kansas City, okay? We showed up one pride. 
because it was nuts. They said they estimated about anywhere from like 10 to 15,000 Lions fans were in attendance at Arrowhead. So, dude, you know that they were drinking the Kool-Aid. You know they were serving it in Arrowhead. Um, and I guess, you know, like I said, if you really want to get more dive into, into my thoughts after the game, you should subscribe to DKC Select. And you will get the bonus inside content that we released. We gave a little free preview, but there may be more out there. So, people, subscribe to DKC Select. Click the link below and join <laughs> the Kool-Aid drinkers. Oh, you got to do it. No doubt about it. Choppy's been picking up uh, my Slack the last couple of weeks doing the pod, doing bonus content on DKC Select, hyping up the folks. Now I'm back in the mix, trying to get back on that, trying to uh, have some fun today here on the show. Um, cannot wait for this tailgate. Can't wait for the Seattle game. So, uh, Choppy, you're right. Everybody needs to go check out DKC Select, all our great sponsors, Reality Sports Online, Spotify. Um, gosh, there's just so many good ones out there. Talk about our boy Notorious DET and all his merch that he's getting out. You can actually get a Detroit Kool-Aid shirt now. Um, and we've got some other things cooking in the hopper. So, Choppy, let's take our break. You know, we'll get in, get back in the mix, do more rapid fire, um, and just get everybody all hyped for this ball game. Sunday, 1 p.m., Ford Field, us versus the Sea Chickens. Man, I can't wait for it. Um, but we got more great plays by the Lions, great uh, observations here, and a couple big-time plays in the second half that swung the football game and uh, got us out there with the Dubski. We'll see you back, people, after the break. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. All right, everybody, this goes out to my fantasy football fans out there. Now, you probably heard about Reality Sports Online, the most powerful fantasy sports platform where owners can build and manage their fantasy team like a real NFL general manager. But the question is, have you tried it? I mean, we're talking free agency, multi-year contracts, rookie drafts, multi-team trades. You could put franchise tags on guys. Uh, it's as close as you're going to get to being an NFL GM. But do you think it sounds complicated? It's not. I'm here to tell you it's the best thing about Reality Sports Online is it's just more fun than your normal fantasy league, but it doesn't take barely any more time. After all this, are you still not sure? I mean, come on now. You can test your general manager skills by going over to Reality Sports Online, call it RSO. Please go check out realitysportsonline.com right now when you need mealtime inspiration it's worth shopping kroger where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie and no matter what tasty choice you make you'll enjoy our everyday low prices plus extra ways to save like digital coupons worth over 600 each week you can also save up to one dollar off per gallon at the pump with fuel points more savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping kroger worth it every time 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, Kool-Aid drinkers are back from the break. Thanks so much for listening to those sponsors, checking out the show, repping that Detroit Kool-Aid. This is normally where I give a bunch of shout-outs, name you guys on the show. I know you love hearing yourself here on the pod. But uh, I could actually do a rant right now about what's going on in the Twitterverse and some different. But but I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to just say straight up, you need to go check out Notorious Det. Our boy, he even has a drop here on the show. He's got a Kool Aid shirt. He's got grit shirts. <laughs> He's got all types of other great Lions and Detroit sports content. So we want to keep pushing his stuff. Go check him out. Please subscribe, share, send the show out, rep that Detroit Lions, just drink the Kool-Aid. You guys see that we put all our gimmicks out on there on Twitter. You can find me at Derek Oakery or at Chops in the D. But uh, we, we got so much more to get into. So, Chop, I think I'm just going to dive into the third quarter, fourth quarter. I seem to have a lot of positive notes here for the Detroit Lions. Of course you do. We're drinking it in, serving it up. Choppy, my first note in the third quarter. I like my boy, J-U-U-U-R-R-Y-Y-Y in that number 23, the white crispy Looking good. Jerry Jacobs was making plays. Like, I don't know, 1332, where he shows up. Jury all over it once again on third down, helping us get off the field. Chops, I want to have you talk about this one. 11 44 on the clock. Number 46. Reward in your program. The future captain of this defense, Jack Campbell. Makes an unbelievable PBU. I mean, he dropped back. He covered another defender, a zone. He flipped his hips. He dove with a 6'5 frame. Got his hands on the football. What a play by the rookie. Oh, Okri, dude. The, the, the rookies really balled out in this game. That drop back by Jack Campbell tells you everything you need to know. And it tells you exactly why this regime drafted that kid. Right. Like I saw somebody breaking down tape and they tried to like, make it look like he was out, like say like, Oh, well, Jack Campbell started out of position and made an incorrect. I'm like, are you kidding me? He shifted his hips, drop back in coverage and totally dives to block a great throw from Patrick Mahomes to, I think it was to Tony to, and to get the PD, like to get the pass deflection. Like, uh, just dude, this kid is going to ball. I am so excited to see him out there. It was great to see. And I think, I think the play before that was not that an interception for a touchdown by, I don't know, my boy, Brian. Choppy. I have it at ten fifty nine. Another rookie. As he's known on Twitter, my boy. Brian Branch catches a deflection. Why was it a deflection? Because the Kansas City Chief wide receivers can't catch. It's off his hands. You know whose hands it didn't hit off, Choppy? Number 32. My boy, Brian Branch. A one-handed pick six on Pat Mahomes. Takes it to the crib, to the house. Was flying at 23-plus miles per hour. I mean, I think you have hashtags for this. I think you have funny sound bites. I think you have a lot of excitement because our boy, Brian Branch, tying up the football game 14-14 with a huge play from the second-round pick. Uh, Okri, I think my kids are still complaining about me going, Woo! 
<laughs> so stinking loud and screaming and yelling and yelling, mm. my boy Brian. And my wife's like, what the hell are you talking about? She's like, what are you screaming at Brian for? What? And I'm like, yeah, my boy Brian Branch. Just touchdown. First career interception. Mm. First career touchdown in his first game. And you just got a little preview of what these guys drafted in 2023 to build this team. Four starters from the rookie class and maybe a fifth with Broderick Martin coming in. Just just ridiculous, ridiculous talent on the rookie side, bolstering the defense, solidifying the offense, and, uh, and actually the defense uh, putting up some points. So a little offense from the defense. Gotta love it. And Choppy, I'll pull back the curtain. A lot of people probably think it's crazy that I always hit up all the tweets with hashtag everything and hashtag this and this gimmick and that gimmick. It's because I use the shortcuts. And you want to know what the shortcut is for 32? M. B B B. <laughs> That's my boy Brian Branch. Uh, absolutely love it. So big time play. Getting back to my notes here, the Oakry Kool-Aid notes, third quarter. I wrote here Charles Harris just flashing time after time, I thought. Good push, good rushes. Um that boy uh Aiden Hutchinson again, just everywhere on every play. Eight minutes left in the third quarter. 731 here. I've got a play action pass. Sidearm sling by, what's that train called again, Choppy? Hashtag golf train. <laughs> Little sidearm sling to Sammy Laporte. Um, incredible play. I, I I felt just another great throw. I even have a note here at five oh nine that. If, like, I thought Benito Jones showed up multiple times in this game, but no better than at 5.09 in quarter three where Benito did the pounce, period, on Pat Mahomes where he just was running and Pat Mahomes got in his way while he was trying to twinkle toes down the football field and Benito just side body blocked him and then fell on him, which I thought was incredible. I wish he would have even dropped his weight on him a little bit more, but that's neither here nor there. Um, I absolutely love that from Benito, which if I can get a Benito comment in here, you know, we're starting to play good football. 301. I have, this was not a PI on numero uno, Cam Sutton. What would you think about that deep ball, 40-some yard penalty? I felt like the hand was on the back, made a play on the football. No way we should be throwing that flag, Zebras. No, that was a terrible, that was, that was a terrible, terrible, terrible. call. Uh, we, it, it just, it literally That's just tapped off the night with the way the officials just were trying to hose the Lions. The fix was in, the Kansas City fix was in. The ball was thrown behind him. The wide receiver has to reach back over and yeah, he's got his hand on him because he's jumping back into him. Like, what is he going to do? Like, just, hey, just make your body not where it was uh, as I move into you. Like, just terrible, terrible call. Just like it was terrible. They were lining off sides on Hutch and, you know, getting a two-step. He was getting a five-step or a, a half a second drop um, pre-snap, preparing to brace the right tackle there every time. Um, I was getting super frustrated. I had that feeling. I, you know, like this little piece of me was just like, oh, don't you do it. Don't you do it. And that's when I realized this is the brand new 
Lions, people. It's not the other one. It's the brand new one, which is where we overcome adversity. We tell the refs to shove their flags right up their pie holes, and we still win the game, even though they're trying to screw us. Chops, I actually have exclusive audio of us going up to the refs and telling them what they can do with their flags. Know your role and shut your mouth because the people's champ is ready to talk. The Lions were the people's champ. The the world's, uh, America's team, take that, Cowboys, uh, heading into this game, this season, and everything beyond. Um, you, you know, like you say, the, the Zebes were trying to write that script that we know the Goodell and company are trying to do out there. But uh-uh. So a couple more notes I have in quarter three. I just put, man, I just loved how we were all over Mahomes all freaking game i don't want to hear about sack numbers or if we created all these different plays this dude was scrambling around for his life partly because of our pressure and partly because he just thought he could do anything he wanted anytime he wanted which uh, i'm sorry there uh, pat mahomes this is the brand new lions as choppy said so it's like you know it's just he thought he was just gonna pull it out do whatever he wanted and we're just making him work all game long i also have here that I just absolutely loved all the drops by KC. Sky Moore, Tony, a couple of their bum tight ends, anybody else that was actually at a wide receiver or skill position, um, putting the fo- football on the flow with their um, you know, gloves made by Butter Sticks or uh, endorsed by Crisco. And then I have at 158, I have a head and shoulder fake by Jared Goff, where he like drops back, gives the old okie doke fake, then throws an absolute seed to Raymond Cleef, I mean Cleef Raymond, for a big time gain. Absolutely love this throw. I'm sure there's something you want to say about it. Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. Oh, wait, that was the sound drop. Go ahead. Woo! Hashtag choppy likey. Look, I don't even need it anymore. You got all my gimmicks recorded. This is great. So. I'm working on the uh, secession plan in case uh, anything ever happens to you, buddy. I've got all these classics ready to go just in case. But, uh, no, I – gosh, I'm just giving Jared Goff so much love in this game. And we haven't even barked on the fourth quarter yet, Chop. So, you know, this is a kind of a back-and-forth type ball game. You know, Lions still coming from behind at this point. Um, and, and this is where the Oakery tweet started to happen, where I just started to say, we are in this ball game. Here's what we have to do. We have to play with grit. It comes down to the O-line. We have to move chains. We have to scheme up something offensively. Move the football. Find ways to do it. And sure enough, basically all the above happened here in this fourth quarter. Chops, I have stars by these plays and a huge by one of them. 1340, Mahomes scrambles, um, but he slides short. Of the first down sticks. This is this is them going in for a possible another touchdown at on R19. He he slides for no reason, comes up about a yard or two short because they mark it back at the slide point. Then they try some gimmick, give it to Kadarius Tony on a run play. Derek Barnes absolutely blows this play up. Mr. Physicality just absolutely just tosses him out of the club. I loved it. And then how about this play, Chops? 12, 19, third and two, our boy, James Houston, everybody, I think Pat Mahomes has a problem. Houston, we have a problem. 
Exactly. And he gets around the corner. He does his okey-doke move with the crazy step uh, and ducks under the tackle, grabs his leg, grabs his other leg, grabs both legs, holds him there. Of course, the refs don't call it in the grass. They're trying to let Mahomes do everything he can to make a play. He tries to make an incredible throw off the butter stick hands again, punt, um, giving us the football. Or no, basically, then they have to kick a field goal and... uh, just incredible, like almost could have been going in for a touchdown, and then they back themselves up, a couple bad plays, and boom, we're, we're we're rolling, getting the football back. Yep, that was the that was the time when you knew that it was the time was right for the Lions to strike. You held them to two field goals, right? Patty Mahomes did what Patty Mahomes is going to do. Came down the field, you only got two field goals, and that and in that particular case, you definitely should have gotten a touchdown. I don't know why he's sliding like that. You would have been in the red zone, ready to go. Lions defense, um, much like I predicted last week, stood up to the task. You knew there was going to be a time where they needed to make a big stop, and then there was going to be a time where the offense was going to come down to take the lead. And guess what? Ben Genius dialed it up. We had a lot of David Montgomery. We had a little bit of Jameer Gibbs. We had a lot of Jared Goff. And then a little more Montgomery. Hold on. We've got more Oakry Kool-Aid notes. This is the one that has huge by it. 1046, third and 12, deep in our territory. Territory, choppy chop. I think this was the most amazing, best throw I've seen from the hashtag Goff train. He stood in the pocket. He waited to the last possible second. He threw an absolute strike to his boy, Josh Reynolds. Barely got it off in time to move the sticks. Um, and, and then this really got this this whole end of game going. I mean, 8.30 left. I have another seed. I didn't know. I did not put spiral, but I believe it was a very tight spiral. Right on J. Ray again. And what about uh, number eight, Josh Reynolds? AKA J Ray, AKA Serpent of Death, making a great pivot after he makes this catch, plucks it out of the air, gets up the field, big run after catch. Then I got here, Demo Faux Show started to gallop, run after run, where he's getting more than what's blocked. He's juking defenders in the hole, he's leaning forward. And then what happens, Chops? 714 left, touchdown. By David Montgomery. You call him D-Monty. Everybody else calls him D-Mo. And I definitely do because it rhymes with so many fun things. D-Mo. Faux show. Faux the sco. <laughs> he made an incredible juke in the hole <laughs> for the touchdown. Um, this was an incredible run when I watched it back. Man, I loved everything about it. Big time play. Lions take the lead. Yeah, what an absolute drive by the Lions. I mean, they came out. And it was like, all right, we got some clock to run. They ran, I think they ran off like five, five thirty off the clock, or maybe six minutes off the clock. You know, lots of lots of Demani, lots of Jameer Gibbs, lots of Jared Goff throwing dimes. I mean, in that catch <laughs> by Josh Reynolds, when we, we call him the serpent of death, but bro, the guy stops his route, cuts back to the ball, and use around two defenders to get up the field for 33 yards. Just absolutely ridiculous. Um, the chemistry that him and Jared Goff have, I know people were worried about, you know, worried about our wide receiving core. Bro, if I got Amon Ra St. Brown or Amon Ra, <laughs> and I've got Josh Reynolds, the serpent of death, 
what else do I need on my wide receiving core? Yeah, you can sprinkle in a little Kareem Raymond or Raymond Khalif, whichever one you like. But those two, uh, man, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. And then it's only going to get better when JMO comes back in game seven. We won't talk about that any further. However, Cash. that drive was ridiculous. And again, D-Money just pounding the ball, pounding the rock, following the blockers. Penny Sewell on this drive was a freaking monster dude he is throwing dudes around like a rag doll he's he's coming down the field he's getting extra blocks bro this guy is freaking all pro cornerstone just amazing amazing pick and i'm so happy that he's on this team all good stuff by you choppy this this is probably my my favorite play of the ball game my boy josh pascal Third and one, Kansas City dinking around, running gimmick plays, not having any real sense of urgency, tries to call some ridiculous uh, lineup under the center, fake, here's your medulla, and Josh Pascal blows this play up on third and one for a big-time loss. I think I'm transferring this soundbite to Josh, to Mr. Pascal, and this is what I said when he made the play. Oh, I think we even have another version, if I can find it, that's even better. Because when you get a play on third down, like this was, to get off the field and and knock them back multiple yards, I say this. Oh, baby! This was huge by number 93. This is when it really starts getting good. Chops first and 15. 507 left. Jameer Gibbs with a big time 18 yard run, which I wrote here with the reverse Spinderella Okie doke. Look one way, go the other spin move. Absolutely incredible. What'd you think? That that guy just sheds tackles like <laughs> no one else. Uh, he's a, a wet. And I think history, you know, history will say that he was the best running back in this draft. I know Bijan balled out too, but dude, what that guy did with his nine touches this game, uh, people, you better you better prepare yourself because this guy is going to be a freaking star, fantasy star, Pro Bowl star. The kid <laughs> is electric, and that move that he made to shimmy through. Uh, to pick up that huge gain, 18 yards, man. Uh, dude, I- I'm so excited. I'm so, so pumped to see what else this guy can do with a little more touches next game. Choppy, I don't know how this got in my Kool-Aid notes, but it did. This is where the Zebras, the script writers, the SOL fans, the people thought this was going to go south. 229 left in the fourth quarter. The Lions decide to go for it, fourth and short. Basically, I think from the Kansas City 45-type yard line, we don't get it. Chris Collinsworth has just already wrote it down that Pat Mahomes is just going to dribble the ball a couple yards. They're going to kick a field goal and win this football game. Uh-uh. Another drop by Kadarius Tony. I'll do the work for you, Choppy. Woo! <laughs> then there is a flag on Kansas City for finally another holding. It's about time, don't you think? Hold on, I got you. Then CJ, that's your GJ with an awesome 
PBU on a short throw over the middle. He played it perfectly. He got his hands on the football. This was an absolute crazy play when you watch it back on replay. 209 left, third and 20. CJ Gardner Johnson will give his government. Should have had this pick that would have sealed it, and that would have been an incredible ending. Unfortunately, he doesn't make the play. Fourth and 25 after another false start. The Lions fans creating havoc in Arrowhead. Kansas City goes for it, which is an absolute slap in the face to the Detroit Lions. And what do they do? They make a play. There's no flags. Kirby, our boy Kerbo, does an incredibly funny dance after the play. And then the Lions get the football back. And on three consecutive runs, they move the football. Third and two. Demo, Fosho, ball game. Dan Miller, chops in the D. What do you think about all that? That's what I'm talking about. The Lions going to Kansas City. They win the ball game. Those are the Oak Creek Kool-Aid review. First half. Second half. We hang in. We have grit. We have an O-line. We will fight you. We will drown you. We will swim and do everything we have to longer than you to beat you. As Dan Campbell said, we did just that. We came out victorious. The fans were repping crazy. Twitterverse was crazy. One of the best wins I've ever had as a Detroit Lions fan. One of the funnest games. A man's game type win to end this football game. Oh, and to be a Lions fan in Arrowhead. Oh, my gosh. The post-game celebration. You had players. You saw Brad Holmes running up and down the sidelines, high-fiving fans, hugging people, kissing babies, shaking hands, probably rubbing his meat hooks and thinking about more deals to make. But (laughs) that guy was hyped all over the place. Every it was nuts. All the post game interviews, like the I, I swear the Lions fans stayed inside the stadium for an extra thirty minutes, just rah rah and up with the the all the players were coming back out. They were doing curtain calls. It was amazing, <laughs> just fantastic pandemonium. Detroit Kool Aid flowing all over Kansas City. Drink it in, uh... cornbread, cornbread. Brad Holmes, after the ball game, when it was time to celebrate, he was open for business. <laughs> I think is what you're trying to say there. Chops, that's the review. We can't end the show yet. We have tailgate plans, hype, where are you at, who are you. Let's get this tailgate rolling. We want to see the people. We want to have a bunch of fun. We want to... Detroit's going to be absolutely nuts on Sunday. We're also going to give you a quick preview of Seattle versus Detroit, what to look for before we close up this pod, man. So you want to take it real quick? Oh, great. First of all, you know, before the game even starts, we're going to be set up down down in uh, the Ford Field area. I can't wait for some good old-fashioned tailgate. I can't wait to serve up some Honolulu Kool-Aid. We may or may not, or yeah, we definitely will, harass some Seattle Seahawks fans. We'll walk up to them. We'll do some gimmicks against them. We will hype up the people. It's going to be great. I can't wait to grill. I can't wait to drink. I can't wait to pour out the Kool-Aid for the people. Um, And then it's going to get even better when we get inside the stadium because Seattle ain't no thing. Geno Smith's time was last year. It ain't this year. This team, that team looked like dog crap. They underestimated the LA Rams and your former boy 
Matty Stafford, Matty Staddy, whatever you want to call him, came up and ripped him to shreds. I can't even imagine what that guy with a bad back did. Can you imagine what Jared freaking Goff? Oh, you had to throw it in there. Jared Goff, the hashtag Goff train, is going to run all over them. He's going to throw all over them. It's going to be a blowout. Absolute blowout. It's going to be the loudest stadium that Ford Field has ever been. Chops, we're still trying to figure out where we're going to set up. But like you say, if all goes well, we plan to be down there before the sun comes up. I think last time we did a tailgate, we were the first ones in the lot. If this one goes up according to plan, we might be the last ones to leave as well. We have food. We have gimmicks. We have music. We're going to have all the goodness is the plan. We've already talked to so many people, um, the people, and you guys know that's that's the millions and millions out there. And the people consist of the millions. And what I've gathered from the loyal, diehard Detroit Kool-Aid drinkers is everybody's going to be kind of all over the map. The hope is that we can get the word out of where we're going to be, or if you guys let us know where you're going to be, we might get on foot at some point, either before or after some point during the day, and go find folks. Um, obviously, the football game is the big part, too, of getting in there, getting rowdy, rowdy. I'm sure we'll have some signs to move up the people. I'll be rocking that throwback. Formerly Tracy Scroggins, now and Unleash Hutch, Aiden Hutchinson. You know, Chops will have the number 16 on the back, uh, the crispy uh, Jared Goff jersey rolling. And uh, yeah, we, <laughs> we hope to, um, you know, see folks and whatnot, but we totally understand that everybody's kind of doing their thing. I've, it's hard for me to always, uh, to ever get over to East End Market, but I know that's what's going down. Um, everybody has their own little spots. So if you want to hit us up, definitely try to get a hold of one of us or uh, we'll try to get it out there of where we're at and what we're up to. And if you're just having fun with your friends and people at your tailgate, definitely do that up. Be responsible, but have a ton of fun. And like Chop said, anybody in in Seattle gear or looks like a an emo nerd, they're probably from Seattle. Give them a hard time. Tell them they're in the wrong city. Tell them that uh, we have grit and they don't. And, and, and try to serve them up some Detroit Kool-Aid so they will uh, see a better way of life. And uh, yeah, man, we're just going to have a bunch of fun regardless of what happens and uh, getting in this ball game is just going to be a blast and like you said this whole fan base is so crazy and coming off a win like that and it's a home opener and it's against a nasty you know competitive football team as well like i see this as probably going to be the loudest the most fun game to ever be at ford field for lions fans and, and everybody involved so i cannot wait for it man Okay. And listen, not only are the people are, you know, I want, I want to, I want to put, I want to issue a challenge to the people. If you, to the people of Twitter, to the Detroit Kool-Aid podcast fans, if you are going to be in the vicinity of Ford field, hit me up at chops in the D hit him up at Derek Oakry. Tell us where you're going to be. Let us know. We may come by or have you come to our place and we may get some live sound drops from the stadium, from the people while we're down there. We might have some microphones. We might have some recording apparatuses, 
but we are definitely going to be living it up and drinking the Kool-Aid and serving the cornbread. And my other point, Oakley, <laughs> that I got to get in here is that the NFL and Vegas knows that this is our game because the line on this game started at four and it's slowly creeping to like six and a half. So they know the Seattle Seahawks have been put on notice and we're going to win by about 10, eh, make it 14 points. Okay. <laughs> 14 point win at home, kick off the opener. Let's go. All right. So, so chaps, a couple of things. I've been serving up Kool-Aid and cornbread all show. I'm, I'm hype. I'm back. I'm excited. Um, you know, we hope you guys have enjoyed this show. Um, perfect point by you that there are plans to both do a live wild tailgating pod we also have what we hope will work is a nice little easy setup that has a free microphone for anyone else that would like to come by and uh, give takes give opinions do sound drops um, and have some fun with us while we probably serve you up a burg a brat <laughs> who knows what else we might be cooking on the old grill having some fun so good point by you that that we might be doing that the only counter i want to give is you're talking about blowouts and 14 points i see this as a gritty nasty street fight between two teams that are just built similarly um you know have strong points on both sides of the football i see this as like Seattle has three good wides. They have a tough run game. They have two injured offensive tackles. They have a quarterback who is boring yet had a resurgence and put 45 on us, a 40-burger last year, but is not that great, which uh, used to be a gimmick here on the show. Um, And then their defensive side of the ball, man, they have a nasty D. They always draft big physical football players. They play attacking. They have crafty safeties and corners a good scheme good coaches like i see this as a nail biter a tough game but i agree with you inside the lions should be able to put up points their defense is feeling themselves they should be talking noise they should be confident like i have this more of like a 21 17 or or 20 Eight twenty-one type ball game. I think it's still going to be right in that mix of a four, you know, three to you know touchdown type of game. I would love to have it be an easier win, but I think it's going to be a tough one. But the crowd's going to come up big. The players are going to come up big. We're going to be two and zero when this is all said and done with the Falcons coming to our house again the week after that. So drink it in, everybody. Drink it in. Chops, what do you oh. got? Got to get up out of oh. here, but uh, we've had a jam-packed show, man. Give it, give it to the people, and then we'll uh, get up out of here. I'm gonna double back, and I'm gonna double down on my take, bro. Listen, they got two injured O tackles. What do you think, Hutch, Kaminsky, Pascal, Houston? They are going to go absolutely bananas all over Geno Smith. He's going to be running. He's going to be bumbling. He's going to be stumbling. And you damn well know, and I'm predicting right now, Hutch is going to have a sack force fumble, at least one, this game. It might even get scooped up in return for a touchdown. I'm ready to unleash Hutch. That's right, Dan Campbell. You are ready to unleash Hutch because it's going to happen. And then on the defensive side, they got a couple of guys that are hurt. You, you know, they got their cor- starting corner who's questionable. They got a starting safety who's questionable. 
Jared Goff is going to go to town on these guys, and then we're just going to pound the rock with our Woo! weapons. Hashtag this is going to be an absolute blowout. Drag down. Yeah, they're going to make a few plays here and there, get lucky, but we are going to smash their mouths into the <laughs> ground by at least 14 points. Good chops. You're saying you think Seattle has um, no chance? No Chop, I say that to this to I say this to that take. Oh baby! Oh wait, no, that's not good enough. Oh baby! Oh, baby! Oh, baby. <laughs> Chops, you've got the people rolling. We're gonna be tailgating. The Lions are undefeated. They beat the champs. We snatched the title belt and took it to the D, took it to Detroit. We're now gonna defend that belt in our stadium with a crazy crowd. A great offense, a good defense, swagger, ski masks, and everything else with Kool-Aid and cornbread flowing. Drink it in, man. Cornbread! Cornbread! Everybody, that's what we got. Hope you enjoyed it. It's great to get back on the mic. Great to talk to Chops. Great to talk about a W. Great to talk about these Detroit Lions. And we'll catch you next week right here on the Detroit Kool-Aid cast. Take care, everybody. We're out. Get in, man.